Good afternoon. Welcome back to another episode. This is your host, John Rosenberg, live from Duval County, Jacksonville, Florida. Thank you for tuning into this episode. Um, it is a pleasure to have you on board all across the world, across the United States. Uh, today, I have a series I've been thinking about doing. Um, the series is going to call The Negro Wake-Up Call. I repeat, The Negro Wake-Up wake Call is going to be a three-part series. Um, on this episode, we're going to talk about the civil uh, rights movement uh who was where did it come from who founded the civil rights movement so on and so forth how did it get started now before i begin a lot of us the way um our history was presented to us it was a, a lot of us is a false narrative that the media like to portray us uh, they don't give you the, re- the real story what really taking place in the negro american story which is american story that being said, 1955, a 40-year-old boy from Chicago, um, Emmett Till, was visiting his, his uh, family in Mississippi. In 1955, summer of 1955, and by whistle a white woman, he was murdered. Um, that was the catalyst of the civil rights movement. That's what pushed the civil rights movement to the to the media and that was the catalyst that was the that was the root cause that moved the civil rights movement that being said how did the civil rights movement start this is my perspective you can check you know you can go back and look it up for yourself to get more uh, information this is my perspective you don't have to agree to everything I said you can agree or disagree but that's irrelevant this is my perspective on the civil rights movement now, the civil rights movement was started by the Jews, funded by the Jews, and, and marketed by the Jews. Why do I say that? Because Rockefeller, he was the one that founded, uh, that founded, that funded um, MLK. MLK was founded by a lot of rich white people. So therefore, there's a lot of things he can say. Um, like I said, segregation was bad, was, integration was really bad for black people economically. And Martin Luther King himself, I'm not going to get into his personal life, all these orgies that they say allegedly he was having. Um, like I said, they're going to release his, um, in 2026, they're going to release all his do- dossiers, his documents about the, uh, his life. So people are going to be really shocked about, he was a Marxist, he was a communist. And that's another thing that they don't tell us in school. All they talk about, he have a dream, the dream came to a nightmare when he woke up from the dream in 1968. In 1968, that's when he got murdered. But in 1965, that's when he woke up from the dream. Between 1965 and 1968, he woke up from the dream because he knew that integration, by and large, was really bad for black people. Now, the liberal Jews, they create this phenomenon called the civil rights movement because at that time, they wanted to integrate white society with black society. They knew that it was bad for black people, economically speaking. A lot of black people was against it. That's why they didn't tell us. Not all black people was, was for the civil rights movement, for integration. Yeah, a lot of white black people, especially people that's in business, they were really against that stuff. They, 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 were, they was not going for that hooky dook. So they had to comply. But most of them, if you talk to them now, the, the elders say, how do you feel about the civil rights movement? They say, man, that was a bad move for us. That's when the white man got us. 
well, most specifically the white Jews. The Jewish people are very cunning, very vile people. Uh, it's not a diss on the Jewish people. It's just historic. It's a historical fact. You wonder, they create this, lib- uh, this ideology, they create communism, socialism, they create liberalism. So they brought all that stuff, those, those ideas to America. And consequently, they have destroyed America moral code. I repeat, consequently, those ideals have destroyed America moral codes. And black people, so-called Negro, so-called African-American, were doing very well economically during segregation. After integration, the black economic was decimated because a lot of those white companies, what they did was they come in, they bought all those black companies wholesale. (laughs) Listen to me, they bought them wholesale. So... Now, we only have 1% of the wealth, okay? Black people collectively only have 1% of the wealth. Now, MLK, he was a very intellectual um, guy. His name is Michael King. Martin Luther King, that's the name that was given to him by his father. But his real name is Michael King. Michael King, that's his real name. He was a Marxist and a communist. Now... You're going to come here and talk shenanigans say, oh, John, why are you going crazy on this one? Why are you calling him Marxist? Go look it up for yourself. Go do research. I'm not here to babysit you. I'm just here to share the information with the average what? The average listener. If you're a scholar, if you're a historian, you know what I'm saying is true. You can refute those facts. If you're not a scholar or a historian, I would suggest you go get some knowledge and understanding Go do some research. Don't still don't be on the gram, on Facebook, you know, goofing around. No, go look stuff up. The civil rights movement, the way it was presented to us, um, is just for us to have this harmony with white people. Now, it's a great idea, you know, but in reality, it's not good because God separated us from the beginning. Like I told you guys, we're not African; we are Israelite. I keep saying that I can, I'm very adamant about this. We are not African, we are Israelite. God separated us from all the nations because the other nation, they have other gods, other spirit that was very corruptive. God didn't want us to be partake in those spirit of those gods. So therefore, God had to separate us from other nations. Okay? And that's, another, that's something that we, have, we must understand and must comprehend. We must understand it, and we must use wisdom when we're dealing with so-called whites. Like I said, the, the Jewish people are very vile. They bring pedophilia, homosexuality. They bring this idea of feminism. That's the that came from the Jewish lexicon, and that's why they dominated the, they, they dominated the culture. You know, the culture vultures. A lot of those um, Jewish uh, people, they were managers of those artists, those black artists, back in the sixties. All the way to the, the the 40s and the 50s until today, and they control the, the, the our culture. We don't have a culture like Kanye West told you that. But what I'm saying is that we got the juice. We got the creme. De, we are the creme de la creme when it comes to our intellect, our uh, perseverance, our courage. Nobody can match our courage. Nobody can match our intellect when we when we're in our, our proper state of mind. No other race can match that. So that being said, you must know that you must understand that. 
the civil rights movement, the way it was presented to us, was it was the idea of coming together as a nation, which is not bad, but in retrospect, they use it as a con to overtake the black community, to overtake wealth from the black community. The Jewish people, they used that because it was created by the Jews, funded by the Jews, and marketed by the Jews. All those people that was involved in the civil rights movement, Jesse Jackson, the list goes on and on. All those celebrities, those black celebrities and white celebrities that were involved, they were picked out to get involved. Now, MLK was pushing the poor marching uh, out of Tennessee, the poor march movement, the poor people march movement out of Tennessee for the, uh, uh, the sanitary uh, workers over there. But MLK had an epiphany. He had a revelation that he had sold his people to the burning house because when he realized the, the amount of money that is going to be uh, filtered into the white community, that would damage our community as a whole. It would damage our community. So the civil rights movement was, was a way to con black people in believing that we are equal with white folks, but we are not. We're not equal with them spiritually, mentally, and physically. We are not equal so in that aspect, we are not equal with white people. And that's why they stole everything from us, from the black lexicon, the Negro lexicon. They took our music, our culture, everything that we taught them, they stole it. So that being said, we, ha- we have the juice. We got the juice. We are the chosen people. The Civil Rights Act was a way to con black people and believing that um, America was, was going in the right track. But why they never tell you that we are sold, we sold our soul to the devil when we signed the Civil Rights Act. I know it's a tough pill to swallow. A lot of you guys are going to come to my channel and say, Oh, John, what are you talking about? What are you talking about? It was a con. They con us. The, Jew, the white lib- uh, the, the, the liberal media with the Jews, they con black people and believing that in this harmony, that's, that doesn't ex- exist. It's not feasible, okay? White people never like us from the beginning. That's why they enslave us. Now, not only they enslave us, because we got enslaved because we um, um, uh, transgression against the law. We transgressed against the law, the law of nature. We transgressed against the law of God. So, therefore, we pay the price for it. And white people know that. So, all, all I'm saying is that the civil rights movement. Emmett Till was a young teenager, 14 year old when he got killed in 1955, summer of 1955, from Chicago, who was visiting his parents in, Chicago, uh, in Mississippi, his cousin. And all he did was he wished out a white woman and he was captured overnight and be killed. So these people, they still have this nature of hatred towards us. Nothing changed. Even Ecclesiastes told you that nothing changed under the sun, nothing new under the sun. These people, they may, they may not wear the robe. They wear the suit and tie. They work there, your boss, they're your policemen. They are some, they, they out there. They are your pastors, some of them. And they're still cleansmen. They just just run on the ground. They went on the ground. That's why the, the difference between Yankees and, and uh, Southerners, uh, Southerners are more upfront about their racism. It's overt. Up north is covert. And I like it over because I like to tell in my face, you know, I hate niggas. Now I see where you stand. Then for you to talk behind my back, I don't like niggas. That's a whole different dynamic. 
And that's how we deal with, that's how black people deal with different people like that in this country. Because up north, you're under this illusion of inclusion. But down south, it's not like that. They tell you straight up. But that being said, when it comes to the civil rights movement, the Jewish media, the Jewish people, they, they create this idea, just like communism and socialism and liberalism and feminism, they create this idea of coming together so they can take all the wealth away from black community. If you look at how much we was making, I think at that time, I pulled the stat, it was about $25 billion. Think about this, $25 billion circling in the black community. That's what I think, I, I think it was 25, or, within 10 or $25 billion circling in the black community. Within 10, or 50, that's a lot of money. So if, if, if you put it in today's, perspective, uh, today's money, you're looking about trillions of dollars circulating in the black community. That's how much wealth we have back then. Now we only have 1% of the wealth. We only have 1% of the wealth, and most of us think we made it. No, you didn't make a damn thing. You buying foreign cars, you buying foreign jewelry, you, you, all those brands you buy, it doesn't own by you, owned by Europeans. So who's making the money? Not you, it's European that's making the money. Primarily, specifically, the white Jews, the so-called Jews. So they on the on the best they control the banking system, the media, now they control your government. So this is why Hitler, I'm not gonna go into Hitler right now, but I'm just gonna give you a, a preview of what I'm gonna be talking about Hitler. This is why Hitler was fighting for in Germany. They make you think like Hitler was a boogeyman. He was not a boogeyman. He was well read and well traveled. I'll leave this like that. I'm not gonna get into it too much. But the civil rights movement with MLK. And you wonder why MLK got a Nobel Peace Prize and then Malcolm X doesn't have one. Hmm. Let that marinate in your brain cell. MLK have a Nobel Peace Because he was founded by Rockefeller. Okay? He went to Geneva and got the Nobel Peace Prize. So you said, he, he was he better than Malcolm X? Hmm. I don't think so. But Malcolm X should have got a, a Nobel Peace Prize too. But he didn't get one. Because I told you, the Rockefellers, they founded MLK. They, he, that was his backing. And they are Jewish people. That's what you understand. He was, he was, he was funded by, they pick him because he was not militant as much. He started, he was very militant in the beginning. Then they changed him to become like, you know, because he was so great in the speaking. So that this nigga can speak. We're going to use him to push this, part, just to push this um, civil right. Um, thing, the civil rights movement. He's going to be our guy, our go-to guy. They didn't pick Malcolm X because Malcolm X was not going for that stuff. They even offered Malcolm X the presidency, which I always talk about on his, um, when I do his um, documentary. So when I talk about his uh, Malcolm X, I'll do a podcast on him. Um, but stay tuned for that. This is a series I'm doing called The Negro Wake-Up Call, part one and part two. Part three, part two will be the Jim Crow law. Part three, talk about the crack, the crack epidemic, how it decimate the black community. So this is part one, the Negro wake-up call, the civil rights movement. So this is all the thing that we, we we have to study. We have to really look up, look up, because the way they present our heroes to us is a lot of stuff they left behind, they left out. So that's why you got to go back and we tracked and we covered 
and research those things for yourself for you to get a better understanding what have taken place back then and what is going on right now. And a lot of us get so caught up in our emotions and we don't think critical. And I tell you guys all the time, and I tell my children that you have to have questions, question everything. Don't you ever take things for face value. You have to be critical minded. You have to ask questions. Whenever something is presented to you, you have to ask questions. Where does it come from? Who's behind it? What is that? What's the message? What's the motive behind this thing? You have to ask questions. So we're so caught up on the gram and, you know, social media, goofing around, dancing, shaking our asses. We do that best than anybody else. And some of us do or use social media to promote our products and our businesses. But by and large, most of us use it for to goof around. But what I'm saying is that the civil rights woman was a way to con black people and believing that we are so united with black with white America. White America have never changed. Now I'm not saying all white America are racist and bigots. That's not what I'm saying. First of all, the system have never changed, right? When you look at the justice system, never change. Uh, you look at the, the 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 media, never change. You might if you evolve to technology, but the message, the, the principles are still the same. They use media as propaganda, just like Hollywood. They use Hollywood as propaganda to pass message on. So what I'm saying is that we need to do more research. We need to do... MLK, no, he was a great speaker. Nobody can argue that. If you argue that, that's you oxymoron. He was a great speaker. I'll give him that. But he was a communist. He was a Marxist. You must know that. He was a womanizer. And that's just that's his personal life. But what I'm saying is that he woke up from the dream. Because before he died, he was going to boycott 500 company. I told you guys before in my last podcast. I don't know which one it was. it, But you can go look at look it up on my page. He was going to boycott 500 companies, him and Malcolm X. They was coming together as one. And um, J. Gay Edgar Hoover, he had to put an end to that. So, and then when he started talking about the Vietnam War, and that's when they like, okay, that's that was is the end for him because it's a no Negro. This is international affair. This is this is bank, international bankers affair. War is funded by the international bankers. If you didn't know it, now you know it. So when he started talking about the Vietnam War, what was going on in Vietnam was inhumane and unjust. So when he started talking about the Vietnam War and then he did this speech about the other America. You know, they, they, you know, they wiretap all his phones, so they was listening to his conversation. So consequently, he was on his way out. So they had to get, they had to kill him. Same thing with Malcolm X. So the thing is, you wonder why he got the most noble people because they want him to be. He's the only American that have a holiday that's not a president. He's the only non-political male figure in America that have a holiday. So you wonder who did that for him? The Jewish people did that. The so-called Jews, they did that for MLK. They gave him this holiday, okay? They gave him this, all this stuff, all this praise. You wonder why they didn't do that to Malcolm X? How come Malcolm X don't have a holiday? How come Malcolm X don't have a statue in um, Washington, D.C.? Why is that? Hmm, think about it, let it marinate in your brain cell. Because he was not their man. MLK was their man, was their man. 
That's why they, they, they back up MLK and they destroy him when he woke up from the dream. They destroy him because you know that that's why he made the speech. I sold my people to a burning house. What does he mean by that? Because, you know, integration was bad economically and spiritually was bad for black people. And you see the byproduct into the, today. Our neighborhood, we don't have no neighborhoods. We have communities. We don't have communities. We have neighborhoods. Let me um, rephrase that. We don't have communities. We have neighborhoods. A community is what you own and control. Okay? If you don't own and control nothing in a, in a, community, in a neighborhood, you don't have a, a community. You have a neighborhood. We have black neighborhoods. We don't have black community. We used to have black community back in the 60s, the 40s, and the 50s, and the 20s. Even in 1900, after slavery, we had community in this, throughout this country. Okay? So nowadays, we have neighborhoods. Okay? We need to go back to community mindset where we own and control stuff. You know, black people spend about $1.2 trillion annually in this, econ- this economy. So we have the know-how. We have the expertise. We have the money to invest in our community. We need to stop giving this white man all this credit that he doesn't deserve. And we need to stop giving Africa all this credit that they don't deserve. Because like I told you before, Africa starts slavery. I can't really emphasize, that, emphasize this enough. Africans... They started covering African queens and kings. They start slavery. They never talk about the sub-Saharan slave trade. That's why you need to research the sub-Saharan slave trade. That's what you need to go and look up in uh, Wikipedia so you can get a better understanding where this thing started. You talking about a journey come lately out of Europe, gonna go to Africa and conquer the people? Nah. Oh, you on crack? I beg to differ. There's no way, no how. They had help. And the Jewish people, they, they came from Khazar, and I will do a segment on them too. So they came from Asia Minor, Khazar, and they migrated to, they were merchant. That's how, that's how they're so good with commerce, um, because they were merchant, they were trading with the Arabs, the Africans, the, they were trading with the European. So they couldn't convert to Christianity, they cannot convert it to Islam, so they had to use the neutral religion, which is Judaism. All those three were created by the Vatican, so they had to be. They had to convert it. Um, they're not a Semitic people. Hiddish is not a Semitic language. I repeat, Hiddish is not a Semitic language. The so-called Jews are not a Semitic people. When they tell you you're anti-Semitic, no, I'm anti-bullshit. I'm not anti-Semitic. I'm anti-bullshit. Get it correct. I'm anti-bullshit. You're not a Semitic people. You don't speak a Semitic language. Last time I checked. They were in Russia. They got kicked out of Russia. They went into Germany. They, you know, that's why they call them rats. That's why Hitler called them the bastard. Because they create this idea, Karl Marx, a so-called, is a Jew, so-called Jew. He created um, communism, socialism. Okay, they create liberalism, feminism. Now they have taken they have taken the Democrat Party to themselves. The Democrat Party is a plantation, whether you agree or disagree, but that's t- that's the facts. The Republicans have done more, historically speaking, they have done more for the black community than the Democrat Party have done in the past 60 years. They have done more for the black community collectively than the Democrat Party have done for the black community in 60 years 
So they they're one of the evils. You know, one of you know either one they not they don't have the best interests at heart. But there's a Republican Party. They came from the branch, the same branch, the same tree. So we need to break away from those political parties and stop investing in ourselves and stop building our community and stop using our money to build our community. We don't want no hangout. We don't want no food stamp. We don't want no public housing. We don't want none of that stuff. Because that's what they use. They use those things to control you. You see what I call crumbs. They give you crumbs. We need potatoes and meat and potatoes. We don't need no crumbs. So the civil rights movement was created by the liberal Jews to control the black community, to convert the black community into white society by taking the wealth away from the black community. That's the, that's, that's the only way I can simplify it. You can say no, you can say yes. But if you look at what I'm looking at, you can say John is right. It was a con. It was, it was a trick. They used it as a con to, to, uh, to control the black community to take all the wealth away because integration by and large was bad for the black community collectively. It was really bad, you know. I told you it was about 20, 20 billion dollars, 20, 20, between 20 to 25 billion dollars circulating in the black community during the 60s and the 50s and the 40s. Now you only have 1% excuse me, of, of wealth. So we need to be saying we are 15% of this nation, we should be like 15% of everything. We should have 50% of the CEO, 50% of ownership. We should own 15% of the land. So all that stuff, we need to bring it up to 15% or 20%. So that being said, this is a, a, a part three series, the Negro Wake Up Call, and this is the Civil Rights Movement. Thank you for turning in. Take care. Have a blessed weekend. Bye.